G'day leaders. In this episode, we discuss emotions and feelings. Are they the same or are they different? We touch on the science behind them with tips on how to control your state. This podcast is a little shorter, but packed full of goodness. Enjoy. Why did it count backwards? I know that we're now recording. <laughs> what? Hello, Captain. <laughs> what do I Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? I don't know. So, leadership, life, and everything else. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about emotions and feelings and, and how they're actually different things because most people use them interchangeably in language, but they're actually different. That's right. You, you brought up believing that, uh, you know, get, get control of your emotions and feelings is one. So Yeah, they're not. They're no. different. Yeah. So the simple way to look at it is emotions are chemicals that are released into our body because of stimulus, stimuli, mm-hmm. and feelings are the is the meaning that we associate to the emotional response or the way we think. Mm. So one's chemical, the emotions, and feelings are thoughts, the way we think about the event. Um, and we both love this next fact that, that we discovered from a neuroscientist called Dr. Jill Balty taylor She said that emotions only last for 90 seconds. I know. This blew my mind when I first saw it. I actually saw her talking on a TED Talk and um, – gave me power to know that because mm. it's like if an an intense emotion happens i can ride that for 90 seconds and know that if it goes downhill after that i'm in my head yeah you're thinking yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that, that ted talk is the one where she suffered a stroke and she experienced what life was like without the left hand side of her brain operating. i know for anyone who hasn't seen it i recommend it because she actually talks about how when she had that stroke she so the the neuroscientist in her was saying quick i need to record what's actually happening in my brain how cool is this yeah, that i'm i'm actually herself. a neuroscientist and i'm having a stroke and i know what's happening <laughs> it's a fantastic fantastic ted talk yeah. i love the, i love the way she describes how the brain has different compartments and anyway but let's yeah, let's yeah. let's get back to <laughs> we could talk about that particular ted talk for ages yeah. but we'll get back to emotions and feelings and the fact that emotions are just a cocktail of chemicals that are being released into our body and i like to call it a sensation rather than a feeling mm. so we're, we're experiencing the sensation of anger or the sensation of sadness because i want to in my head separate it from feelings because the feelings are like i said before the meaning that we attribute to it the the thoughts that we associate to whatever it is that's happening mm. and the fact that an emotion only lasts for 90 seconds is such a powerful piece of knowledge it is it is it it really does give you control then mm. which, yeah. so you can just sit with that chemical yeah almost just put a timer yeah, that's right. right give yourself two minutes this, like yeah. round it out to two minutes just sit there sit on your hands basically yeah and 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 let that go and just and wait then, the 90 seconds yeah yeah wait it out wait yeah. it out like what's Imagine. another situation where we would just wait something out like I, I, the traffic lights mm. we're at a traffic light we know it's going to go green true yeah but if we wait it out it goes green and we go except when you're at the pedestrian crossing you've got to push that button that a thousand times 
<laughs> well, you but know, not during COVID. You had to use your elbow. That's right. Mm. Yes, and you look like weird. Yes. But um, actually, that's one of the things that when we're flying and for um, you know when something failure management is what we call it. So bang, you know, engine goes bang yeah. and the first not a thing, good thing no no that's right so, goes bang. so we're, we're told you know aviate navigate communicate so control the aircraft point in the right direction say oh crap you know something's happened i have control but then sit on your hands so give yourself and it feels like forever but just taking a deep breath to so that shock and that that acute shock and um uh, what would you call it? Where just that surprise element. You're going into fight or flight. You have gone into fight or flight. So rather than all this adrenaline and, and the blood's rushing down and everything and you really get tunnel vision, sit on your hands metaphorically and taking a huge breath. So this is what you're taught to do. We are taught to, to do to that. To calm yourself exactly, down. Yeah. Exactly. To not let the emotions Correct. take over. Yeah. What a yeah. fantastic piece of training. Well, I wish I had got that when I was a younger kid. I was not very good at uh, sitting out my emotions because I'd get into my head and start thinking. And that and that's the issue, isn't it? When mm. you start thinking, you start oh, catastrophizing. That's right. You can go down a wormhole. Yeah. yeah. So you, you start thinking about all the negative thoughts and all of the negative meaning that you could attribute to that situation, if it's a negative emotion, obviously. Mm. Uh, and then when you're in those thoughts and you're in your head, you're then going to be releasing more of the emotion, mm. which is the chemicals. Yeah. So it's like this this vicious loop. So something happens, we have an emotional response, we get the cocktail of chemicals that comes into our body out of our amygdala, the, the, uh, the limbic part of our brain, and so we go into fight or flight. And now if we just sat with that chemical for 90 seconds, it's going to go away, but we don't. We then come up into our neocortex, the, the top part of our brain, our conscious mind. We start having all of these thoughts and start thinking, which then releases more of the chemical and two days later we're still holding a grudge because mm. somebody cut us off in a car. That's right. My daughter does this really well. She can be, something happens, mm -hmm. she gets instantly emotion, like the emotion hits mm -hmm. her instantly. But she has the ability and how I don't know, it's not from me. Oh, no. I think she <laughs> might have learned from her mum. Oh, I don't know because I was at her age I was definitely yeah, not in control of Yeah, you're an airline myself. captain who's in control of her emotions now. <laughs> but she at, you know, at 11 can be in it and then she sits down, she closes her eyes and then she'll be like, Okay, and she's back to her wow, normal self. Wow, what a fantastic skill. I know. she's she's. Well, she may have learned that from you because that's where <laughs> kids learn all of their skills, especially the good skills like that. So kudos. Mm, yeah. However, my son, not so much. <laughs> my son as well. We're, 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 we're having chats about it. It's funny though. Children get these massive releases of these emotional chemicals, a cocktail of chemicals. And one of the things that I'm very conscious of as adults and parents, that we often expect them to know how to deal with this big volume of, of, of emotions and chemicals that are flooding their bodies, especially when they, they've got the hormones being released at the same time. So we get these kids with this, this overwhelming rush of this chemical sensation and as parents, we stand there and go, calm down or stop behaving like that. Or, you know, we almost, we don't, we don't give them credit for the fact that they're, they're driving around in a Ferrari and they've never been given a driving lesson. Mm. Yeah. And so I think all parents 
should be a lot more patient with children and realize that they're often being flooded with these chemicals that they've got no knowledge on, no idea of why it's happening. So they go into their head, they mm. start catastrophizing, mm. and we just say, calm down, stop behaving like that. Mm. And no than... one ever in, in ever has calmed down after being told to calm down. Yeah, no, it's a very powerful, powerful <laughs> technique, isn't it? Calm down, mate. Yeah, it's like, no, okay. <laughs> well, actually, the so my eldest son, he went to a boys' school and his principal had written many books on raising boys. And I recall going to see him because I was a little concerned about about my son, um, just the hormones that were happening. I think he was from memory about 15 or 16 and I thought, oh, this isn't going in a good way. Uh, you know, the back chatting and the whole thing. And I thought, oh, it's, you know, it's a because you're going. Uncommon in I know, it, going back, through puberty. Anyway, he did say, and, and he he highlighted the fact that bodybuilders uh, knowingly or not all bodybuilders obviously um, some bodybuilders and um, people who are into um, using steroids inject this as a set amount knowing exactly what the side effects and what the um, outcome will be mm-hmm. so imagine a boy my son having like millions of times that mm. injected into his body without his knowledge, without his permission, not having any knowledge of what what um, is going to happen and how it's going to be at the end, like mm. what the, the final thing is going to be. So it just feels out of control. Absolutely out of control. So if you think of all of the symptoms, you know, the pimples, the mm. um, the shrinking or enlarging of genitals, the oily skin, the, the oily hair, the mood swings, etc. Sleeping et in in the morning because yeah, they're, they're th- processing That's so right. Much. So it's, it's um, you know, it, it's kind of acceptable in somebody who knowingly injects that, yep. but then it's not in our children who have no say in it. And no idea what's going on. No, that's right. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by New Memory, providing professional development training to a global audience for over 20 years. New Memory specialises in leadership development programs, as well as time management, communication, presentation skills, customer centricity, and much more. Help your staff become their best self. Download the course catalogue from newmemory.com.au and let them exceed your staff training objectives. That's newmemory.com dot com dot au so. and i don't know if you were ever taught that emotions and feelings are different no I, I not at all they were the same thing because we use them interchangeably inter- interchangeably in our vocabulary don't we i, I oh, feel yeah. sad rather than yeah. i'm experiencing the sensation of sadness that's right yeah so it's it's difficult for kids and adults often don't learn either so, no yeah. oh everyone's got yeah moody moody colleagues moody family members or friends and and they do something bad happens and it is the worst thing in the world and they sit in that mm. for three or four days they're not yeah. nice to be around yeah in leadership i often talk about the power of being calm calm under pressure and so i guess when you're under pressure your, your brain is wanting to release adrenaline and cortisol adrenocorticotropic hormone to put you into that fight or flight because you think you're in danger mm. you've just got too many emails or you've got a deadline looming but a lot of a lot of leaders under pressure they they fail to 
stay calm. Yeah. Whereas others, I've seen some very, very influential leaders, they can be in a crisis situation, but they remain calm. And I think the biggest difference between those that can and those that can't stay calm under pressure is confidence. Yes. Yeah, yeah. because if emotions are chemical, so they're under pressure, there's a, there's a crisis happening, their body is flooding them with, with all of the, the hormones associated with the fight or flight, but feelings are thoughts. The confident person has control over their thoughts because they focus on the appropriate thing, what they can do, not what they can't do. Yeah. And so being calm under pressure is just simply you realising that all you can do is what is in your control right now, whereas the person who maybe lacks the ability to stay calm is focusing on all the things that are outside of their control or the 99 things that they have to do rather than the one thing that they're going to do right now. Yeah, one one uh, technique to that I use and, and was taught this in training and, and I do use it still now and I use it personal and professional life is that you shed the unnecessary mm -hmm. so when there is you know the the feelings start to take over and keeping calm under pressure so you shed the the the, the fluff the, the stuff fluff. you don't need mm -hmm. and then when you you have a process now initially it it's a bit clunky because you haven't done it but it's practice mm -hmm. and so um you you then fall into this process of you know um, almost like aviate, navigate, communicate, but it's that whole thing of, okay, fly the plane. So make sure you're safe mm -hmm. and, and keep doing what you're doing. Navigate. So point in the right direction. So even one step forward or standing still as long as you're not going back or, you know, some call it a dance, a, a bit of a one step back, two steps forward, but, and then communicate. So ask, tell, um, you know, discuss. Those are processes that I use to keep calm. So there's, these are the systems you're taught. Up absolutely, when you're up in the air and I and, and I still do it now as how well. How many people's lives in your hands? Well, that's right. Well, on the seven three seven, yeah, one hundred and eighty six at a time. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's it's and it becomes it does become just as part of a process that you do yeah. all the time. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. All right, a lot to think about, but. Let's wrap up. So emotions and feelings, different things. They are, yes. Emotions are chemicals and feelings are? Uh, in your head. They're basically your um, the meaning that you associate or put them to. So to. your subjective experience of exactly. what's going on. Exactly. And so on. everyone's is different. Yes. Yeah. And that's why it varies from person to person because everyone's subjective experience is different. Yes. And so 90 seconds is all we need to do. We just need to sit with the emotion for 90 seconds, as Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor has taught us. Yeah. And just ride whatever emotion. That's right. And it sounds and like the kids next door, are, <laughs> next door to the studio are having a lot of fun. There's a lot of noise in the background, if you can hear it, but that's that's kids being that's full, full of emotions. <laughs> and these, these emotions sound like they're having a great time. It's brilliant to hear. So, uh, wrapping up, stay calm. Stay calm at least for 90 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you can hide away. Yeah. And then anything that goes after that, realize you're in your head and you can control it. Yes. Excellent.
If you're looking for an inspirational keynote speaker for your next conference, go to michellehuntington.com. Michelle speaks of her 20 plus year career in aviation and the challenges she had to overcome to be an airline captain. She's been hit by lightning and flown without instrumentation. Ireland hopped single engine aircraft from America back to Australia filled with a bladder of fuel so that she could get all the way back. She's had urine-filled beer bottles thrown at her head mid-flight and she survived much worse to become anti-fragile. Her keynotes will be the highlight of your next conference, michellehuntington.com. <laughs> well, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> He's such a clown. The clown. Captain. Lady Captain. Lady. <laughs> and who's going to listen to this? Maybe our mum. Thanks, mum.